I told you in yesterday's show that my psychiatrist listens to our show every day, which is super cool. Like, well, it's also horrifying because isn't it like everything you say? Aren't you worried that she's going to analyze it? No, because she's not judgy at all. Wouldn't she's it be really like, cool. wouldn't it be like having a best friend who's a dentist <laughs> and every time you smile, you're like, oh God, I should, no, I should have, I should have stuck with my retainer. I, I see it as a compliment because she works in mental health and likes our show, which okay. means we are doing something right, which is really neat. You know, I know there's HIPAA laws and stuff about, you know, her talking about her patients and whatnot, but can you give her permission to encourage her other patients to listen to our show? I mean, that's marketing, <laughs> right? Can Maybe I'll just give her like an upside sticker that she can hang in her office or something or just something she could just, just kidding. No, or we can, or we can go to her <laughs> office and just when we see people go into her office, put something under their windshield. Right? No. Um, I think that's a little conflict of interest. Anyways, um, basically what she said, and I hate like paraphrasing her because she's a smart and she has like so many amazing things to say, but she, if, if you didn't hear yesterday's show, I was expressing concern because Callie told me before she, she had Ellie, she said, look, I just want you to have it on your radar that if I start to feel like postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety ish, call me on it. So the other day, in case I, I don't realize it, right. And the other mm -hmm. day, I just pointed out that that there's a very new behavior. Callie, who normally showers every day, had gone like a, couple, a couple times <laughs> without showering for a day or two. So, so I just put it on her radar. Yeah. So her take on it, and this is Dr. Fortner. I always like put her on the spot on here. Um, but she said that while she agrees with you, Jeff, that it is worthwhile to make note of changes in behavior, she's not overly concerned on it based on the other things that I said. And um, she said a bunch of other stuff. And then she said for a lot of new mothers, bathing daily becomes a luxury and it's lower on the priority list than it would be normally. So, um, and this is something she's told me over and over, like individual things, aren't necessarily an issue. It's like a, an overall view. Like if I was feeling bad and also feeling sad all the time and also sitting on the couch all day and not showering and you know what I mean? Like it would be this and this and this and this and this. So because you're not showering, but you're also a nine, it's okay. Right. If like, you were not showering and you, and you were a four, then that would be issue. right. So it's kind Got of it. that, that type of thing. Um, you know, just like with anxiety, like one anxious behavior doesn't mean you need to be medicated. Right. Like there are some things that you work on or there's just some times where things are off or not off and it's fine. It doesn't mean that you're, you have generalized anxiety disorder. It means you have, you know, like one thing. So well, anyways, you, you'll hear at the end of the show, several messages of people agreeing with your doctor. Saying and, that, like, and they're and they're all moms. They're all fairly new moms yeah. who are who who just say things just get rearranged. And somebody else pointed out, which I think this is really good to remember, and we should maybe talk about it, like on the show more extensively. It, I it's important, like when you're in. I didn't think about how many new things that just go into your head once you have a kid. What do you mean that aren't like, is she safe and is she fed and whatever? But how many ounces did she drink? When's what time does she go down for her nap? What uh, she has a doctor's appointment. Is she allowed to eat before the doctor? Just random little facts mm -hmm. tied into her because she is useless. She cannot remember crap. 
you know? <laughs> and so, and she, so we have to remember it. And moms, I think probably more so than dads, it just takes up a lot of energy to have that information. Yeah. And that's just worth remembering. Yeah. Somebody was giving me that advice. And did you notice yesterday how Ellie kind of tried to force you to take a shower by pooping up her back? Oh, yeah, she did. That was really impressive. She had an it. You know, it's an issue when I hear Callie yelling my name from two floors away. Like, Jeff, I need help. We had to run the shower and basically <laughs> use the handheld handheld shower head to pressure wash her bum. It was bad. Yeah. It, it was definitely bad. Um, but it was also kind of funny because I I was in such a hurry to like we were both working so hard focusing on not getting poop everywhere that I noticed while we had a naked baby in the shower. Yeah. And her little bow was still on. Yeah, so of course it was. So it was. Always a lady. Naked baby with a bow. And you rushed out of the bathroom so you didn't get to see the game I played, which was use the handheld stream of water shower thing to navigate the tiny poos <laughs> down the shower drain. That was the game that I played for a good five minutes after you left. So yeah, good times, good times. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for those pre-made salads in a bag. So easy. That make it so easy. And, and they're delicious. And they're good. And I will tell you that Callie and I with nine out of 10 meals where we have one of those bagged salads, it's the chopped Caesar, Caesar salad, the Kroger brand. So good. Chopped Caesar salad. It's so good. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Target Pickup. My life has been forever changed by Target Pickup. <laughs> Jeff, every once in a while, I'll say something on Instagram. And if you're, you listen to the show, but you're newer to me for years, I've been on Instagram talking about mental health and just like day-to-day -day stuff and struggles and ups and downs and whatever. And every once in a while I will say something and Jeff's like, Hey, what you said, that was really good. We should talk about it on the show. So what from yesterday that I said struck a chord with you? You were talking about the way you talk about your situation, a person would talk about their situation mm -hmm. and you pointed out that there are some people in the world who, if their kid is fussy, if they're fighting with their partner, if work sucks, then it's it's all the end of the world, right? It's like, oh my gosh, my kid never listens to me, such a brat. My Husband is, you know, never can get home on time, doesn't do anything around the house. It's these big absolutes of how things are terrible. Mm -hmm. And the way you speak of situations, like Ellie the other day was just fussy. She just had an off day. She got up on the wrong side of the crib yeah. and was just off. And that's the way you explain it. You just say, Ellie is having an off day. Mm -hmm. 
you're not saying, oh my God, this kid's driving me nuts. Yeah. I'm so fussy. And I thought that was a really important distinction because like attracts like, I believe that like attracts like, things manifest what you speak of them. Things that you speak of manifest themselves. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. And so when you define something as being existing in just a moment of time, Mm -hmm. then you're not manifesting it. You're just acknowledging that that's how it is at that moment. Right. I think that, you know, there's two reasons that I do that now and they're completely life-changing. And I want to preface this by saying I and reminding you that I am not a positive person by nature. I would actually call myself a complainer by nature. And I think Jeff, you are not a complainer by nature, but I think at one point in your life, for sure, you were default complainer. Yes. I, I don't know if I'm naturally more pessimistic or more optimistic. I think I am lazy Mm -hmm. and negative thoughts and negative energy are easier Easier, for sure to, to have for sure. You don't have to work for them. Right. So, so that laziness leads me down that road. So I try to actively be positive. Yeah. And it really is a practice. Like we talk about the gratitude stuff all the time and something I learned in therapy along the way. And I think Jeff, you learned this, which we've never discussed this before, but I think this is why our marriage works so well is because identifying it's kind of the low hanging fruit to just complain. Like that's easy. It's lazy. And it's like, it's just what's within your reach. That's lazy. The more, um, I don't want to say soulful, but the, the more, um, the harder, more difficult, but more powerful and, and, and like the harder way to do it, but the more rewarding way to do it for self-growth is to say, okay, how do I feel about this, this situation? So when Jeff is like doing something that really ticks me off, it's not to say, oh, never a complaint, or I never have a complaint about Jeff, or I never have a complaint about whatever. But I have been kind of like trained for lack of a better word in therapy to say, hey, when this happens, this is how I feel about it. And it's just this one moment in time. It's not my husband's an a-hole. And I think it's, you, and I, hey, when you when you say that, stuff like that, that. That escalated quickly. No, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. a, gene, a generic complaint would be my husband's being like an a-hole. And my thing to you would be, hey, I feel really on a different team from you when you are short with me. Please stop being short with me. And I think when you talk about the low-hanging fruit and the laziness, like everybody knows someone who is constantly complaining about whatever, mm-hmm. and it's a blanket statement. So it's their job, it's their spouse, it's their kids, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they don't, they're not, they're not setting a moment in time, right? Mm-hmm. They're just saying, God, I can't, my wife won't get out, like using, let's say marriage, for example. My wife is just always nagging on me, on me, on me, because that's the easy like you said, that's the, that's just like mm-hmm. an easy thing to say. What's more difficult is, yeah, my wife and I have have been having an off week or an off month mm-hmm. and we're just snapping it at each other and it sucks. It, 
Here's the difference between those two things. Yeah. Is one has forward movement and one doesn't. So I yes. feel like when That's you what I'm trying to are say. living in a complaining space, but it's a yes. really generic complaint and it's not rooted in, hey, I feel this way. It's just there and it lingers. My like, wife always nags me. Yes. Means that your wife is always gonna nag you. That's the that's the vibration you're putting out in the world. But by saying, my wife is really on my case this week, then you're saying, hey, something's up. There's going to be an end to it and things are going to move forward. Like there's a progression to it. And even if the end of it isn't at the end of the week, like you're not saying this has to be over this week, but you are acknowledging that your wife's not a giant nag or that your kids aren't horrible or that you have the worst job in the world. Mm -hmm. You're acknowledging that at this moment in time for where you are on this planet, you're not vibing with that situation. And here's the thing. There are situations I think where you are in a really bad relationship or marriage or, you know, that you really hate your job and you're kind of treading in muddy water, so to speak. But the complaining part of it doesn't move you forward out of that situation. The If it's not a moment in time and it is a lifestyle thing, like I think some people get to marriages where it's just the way things are in between the two of them, there's not going to be any forward motion ever. That's the time that you have to move yourself forward. Right. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So, you know, one has one has movement, one doesn't. And, and moving forward is always a more, um, a better exercise in self-awareness and it will help you in the long run. I will tell you if, if anybody ever wonders whether or not we, you know, rehearse or write scripts out for this show, the past five minutes should be evidence that we do not. Oh my gosh. Like we're just throwing stuff out there to, to figure <laughs> out what each other's talking about. The other thing that I think you do really well, um, when you're feeling a certain way about something is, and I, I hope I get this phrase correct, but it's important to remember that many times what you're complaining about, what a person is complaining about right now mm -hmm. is what they were wishing for X number of months, years, mm -hmm. decades ago. Yep. So it, one thing that you said that I was like, wow, that's really powerful is you said, I am going to do everything in my power to never complain about Ellie or any child mm -hmm. that I have, no matter how fussy or upset or misbehaved or whatever they do, I'm going to try very hard not to complain or be mad about their existence mm -hmm. because there was a time when I wished for that just to have that. I existence. wanted all those fussy days because after the miscarriage and not mm -hmm. knowing about, you know, being able to get pregnant again and all that stuff, that's, that's so important. So when you're complaining about your job or your spouse or whatever, it might be a way to shift the energy by just stepping away from it and trying to think about when that was the only thing that you wanted. Mm-hmm. And circumstances change. You might not want it anymore. And then it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that was really a powerful lesson in gratitude. Thanks. I realized over the past weekend, Valentine's Day weekend, that we are at the point in time where everybody is going to be saying things like, it was one year ago 
this week that was the last time that I blank. Mm-hmm. Because now we're inside of the, like, if you're going to take that second week of March. Yeah. Being the. Was that the week? That was the week. The that, week. That was the week that, that I think the president spoke. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson announced they had COVID Uh and the NBA suspended their season. All three of those things happened in the same night. And then school started closing. Everything started shutting down. I'm excited to start seeing like the time hop memories. Like, you know, like one year ago that come up on your Instagram of like, here's what you were doing a year ago. Here's what you, like, I remember there was a day where Jeff was making so much fun of me. I think it was around this time last year. Because I went grocery shopping. And it wouldn't have been around this time. It would have been around the beginning of March when things started closing down and you went out and bought canned goods. I did. I went out and bought like stuff that, and Jeff laughed at me, but it'll be funny to see. Oh, that was the last time I went in inside a grocery store or whatever it is. Like the last time you had a guy's night was the last time you went out. I had. Yeah. And my last big night was Valentine's weekend. I had so many people sending me messages because they were at one of my comedy shows. On Valentine's Day, yeah. And everybody was sending me messages going, this was the last proper date that I had with my husband before everything shut down. So the, get get ready for those because over the next 30 days, they're going to come flying in. I think they're fun. If you're looking for something to have on standby when you miss breakfast and you need to eat something, when you're in between Zoom calls and you just want to grab a healthy-ish snack, or if you're running errands and you just want something in the car, I'm going to recommend Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars. Now, they are healthy. If you're following a keto lifestyle, you want to know that they've only got two grams of net carbs. They've got just a gram of sugar. They're only 140 calories, but they're perfect for anybody who's trying to be healthier. Not only are they keto-friendly, but they're also gluten-free, they're grain-free, they're plant-based, they're non-GMO, no soy, no trans fat, no sugar alcohols, no artificial colors, but they taste great. My favorite flavor today is the coconut coca chip. Try Monk Pack for yourself and you will see. We got a great deal for Upside listeners. 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by going to monkpack.com and entering code UPSIDE at checkout. Monk Pack is so confident in what they're selling that it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product and then enter the code upside at checkout. You'll save 20% off your first purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast this week, Monk Pack. I was a customer of Rothy's before they were an advertiser on the show, and I am the very proud owner of five pair of Rothy's shoes. Here's why I love these shoes. Number one, they are so insanely comfortable. I'm on my feet all the time at work, and these shoes have zero break-in period. They will not leave you with any marks on your feet or any blisters. They have been so great to my feet on long work days. Number two, they are super, super cute. There's tons of styles to choose from. My personal favorite is the sneaker style. I have it in a little cheetah print, super cute. And number three, they are sustainable. So you can feel good about where your money is going. They actually use recycled water bottles to make the shoes and bags. Awesome. 
right? Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Skin issues aren't something that just plague the teenagers of the world. Adults deal with it as well. They've got acne, maybe dark spots, maybe just the texture, the smoothness of your skin is uneven. Well, if you've got skincare goals on your list for 2021, I would like to recommend going to apostrophe.com upside taking a quick questionnaire, filling out this quick questionnaire, and then take a couple pictures of your face, submit them, and then a board-certified dermatologist is going to get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. And if this involves any topical or oral medications that are prescriptions, they'll send them right to your house. Apostrophe treats acne. They can also help you hit other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, even dark spots. Get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash upside and use our code upside. This code is only available to Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. And then use the code upside at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash upside and the code is upside to get your dermatology visit for $15 off and we thank apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast today today's quote of the day is happiness is not a station you arrive at but a manner of traveling here are my three random things brought to you by brown and company jewelers uh number one if you're dating callie what do you think it means to get fauci'd Oh, I can't answer that because I already know. Oh, I yeah. already read that. How did you know this? Um, Because I read it when I oh. was like researching for stuff. It basically means that you've observed the person that you're dating being unsafe with COVID and you're judging them and then you break up with them because you're or, like. Or they're being safe and, and you're not. Yeah. So like if, if you're a mask person and you start dating somebody and they're not a mask person or you're a no restaurant person and they're right. a restaurant person and you guys have to end your courtship you got fauci'd so it could work in either direction uh that's getting fauci'd uh number two of my random things uh this is a little horrifying let's play guess the number callie okay how many survey uh do this by percentages what percentage of people would marry their spouse again well, if you said it was scary, it's high. I mean, it's the number's low, like forty-seven yeah. percent. So, so answer this one. Researchers uh, asked nearly two thousand married Americans if they married would marry their spouse again. 
what percentage of people said that they wouldn't or that they weren't sure? 42%. What? Did you see this survey too? No. First of all, is it really 42%? 43%. Wild guess. Uh, 31%. They, so about That's a, really depressing. About a third of people said that they would not marry the person they're with again. That's really, I wonder how long they had been together. Does it say? I know it doesn't. Um, I, know, say, I would marry you again. I mean, we've only been married for like four and a half years, but I would totally marry you again. Um, so 31% said no way. 12% said they weren't sure. Uh, so only 57% confidently said they absolutely would remarry their spouse. I feel bad because I think this is going to create uncomfortable conversations at the dinner table tonight. I don't even need to ask is the thing. You know that I wouldn't? Shut up. I know that you would. And I know if I said, would you marry me again, that you would say something dumb and laugh it off as a joke and never say, yes, I would marry you again in complete seriousness. I have to now because I got, you got roped in when you got knocked up. <laughs> So I'm in forever. Yeah, poor you. Uh, and then my third random thing, should you brush your teeth before or after coffee? I know the answer to this too. Uh, well, aren't you just the little random thing know-it-all today? I think I sent you some of these. That's why. I'm. You know what? I want to change. I would not marry you again because <laughs> you. Because I sent you too many things for your three random things that I already knew the answer to. It's actually better to brush your teeth before you drink your coffee, but that's going to make the coffee taste so nasty. Um, no, you, not if, if you, you do what I do. Cause I, I brush my teeth before I get coffee, but I go out to get coffee. So I'll brush my teeth and then I have at least 10 or 15 minutes in between when I start drinking it. And I feel like you even need more time than that. You think, uh, the reason that you want to brush your teeth before you drink your coffee is, uh, you want to clear off any plaque that has built up on your teeth overnight because the coffee will stick to the plaque, making it easier to stain your teeth. So Good point. you want to brush that off your teeth, then drink your coffee. Um, yeah. So those are my three random things. We have a question. Well, kind of a question. Um, we were going to do like a upside listener appreciation thing in November. We had a lot of plans. I don't know why we planned things around in, even in the same month that Ellie was born. Cause that's just a recipe for disaster. And as we now know, babies just do what they want. I know why we did it because at least I know why I did it. I was so confident in your scheduled C-section that in my mind, up until the morning your water broke, in my mind, that was the day she was going to arrive. Like, it just wasn't a negotiation because we had scheduled it. Yeah. So who shows up? That's like saying, hey, I'm going to come stay at your house for a weekend. I'll be there on Thursday. And then they show up on Monday. Who does that? Only a jerk or a Ellie. Or a baby's. So, babies do that. Um, so what we had planned out is to do like a week of listener appreciation stuff and say thank you and prizes and cash and all this stuff. Um, well, we have talked about that um, in our recent meetings and we want to do that, but we want to do it for like a really long time, like a month and we want to give away a bunch of stuff, but we need to know from you. What do you like as prizes? Like, do you like cash, cash prizes? Do you like Amazon gift cards? Do you like, um, you know, products? Do you, you know, what, what is cool 
um, to you and worthwhile to you. Cause if you're not excited about the prizes, there's literally no point in us doing it. And I think that part of the reason we're asking is because I get excited at, so the idea, hopefully we'll be able to pull the trigger in the month of March. The idea would be that the entire month of March would be a, like a listener appreciation celebration where we would give multiple things away every week. And then at the end, on the last day of the month, give away like one big cash prize. Callie, I think overthinks and correct me if I'm wrong, what a cool prize would be. Am I correct in that? I just, I find myself more interested in like, cool products and like gift bags and like feeling like I'm winning something because I don't know why, but it always feels like there's a less of a chance that I'm going to win it when it's cash. Yeah. And I'm just like, just like, let's just, let's do a hundred bucks. Everybody wants a hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah. true. But I, for some reason it doesn't feel as exciting to me, but if everybody likes the hundred dollars, then great. We'll do that. But I also think there would be something really cool about giving away air fryers and yeah like how fun is that like i to me while we're in the conversation about low-hanging fruit cash to me is the low-hanging fruit that's like gift carding people for christmas okay you know what i mean it's just like yeah but we can i mean if that's what you like great. so well we could do both like the cash is already covered we're doing cash giveaways mm -hmm. like if, if we do it in the month of march on the last day of march we'll do a big cash giveaway and then we'll sprinkle some other ones through the month yeah but Outside of cash, I guess the question that we need answered is, do you like prizes? Do they make it interesting? Mm -hmm. That's number one, right? And if so, what prizes would get you to go, oh, that's cool. I got to make sure to, to, to not miss the upside tomorrow because I want to win a blank. What is it? Is it a car wash, you know? cards that for unlimited car washes for an entire year is it a air fryer is it i don't know what else the silk pillowcase thing that you love mm -hmm. you know is it an apple watch is it a pair of rothy's yes. is it yeah a year's worth of bombas because obviously we'll reach out to our ad partners and and see what they they can is provide it for dinner us. affair is it you Correct. know something from brown and company is it um yeah. yeah. So whatever would appeal to you, let us know so we can brainstorm a way to exit. Because this entire month is going to be focused on you and us saying thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for, for joining us on the Ellie journey. Thank you for voting us number one for eight consecutive months in podcast magazines, top 50 list. Thank you for all of it. So how can we reward you? So send us a message. You can reach us, you know, Instagram works, email works, or you can also call 800-434-5454. You can also text that number, 800-434-5454. All right, before we get out of here, Callie, I want to tell you how amazingly proud I am of you for what you did the day before yesterday. What did I do besides shower? You can, <laughs> that, that was a big one. But before you showered, uh, 
I was hanging out with Ellie and you yelled downstairs and you said, I'm going to work out. And I heard you start like your video or whatever. I heard the, and then I, then like 10 minutes later, I heard the TV turn on. So I yelled upstairs. I'm like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm just not feeling the workout. And this is at like 4 PM. Mm-hmm. And then at 8:30 or nine, you just kind of marched through the living room and did your workout. Went to your little workout corner of the of the house and did your workout and said, I said I was going to do this once a day. I'm getting it done. And you got it done. And I thought that was really. I did. I was really proud of myself. And it's funny because Jeff and I learn things as we go through the show all the time. And something that super struck me from last week, I think it was last week, that we talked about is keeping promises to yourself and how much that impacts your self-esteem and my self-esteem. It's weird because I really do have a great relationship with my self-esteem. However, I am very insecure about my body right now. Um, and the way that I look because of postpartum stuff. So that's what I am self-conscious about and, and a little insecure about. And we talked on the show about how keeping promises to yourself lends itself to self self-esteem. Cause you're like, wow, I'm proud of myself. Like right. I said, I was going to do that and I did it and I'm awesome. So I just had the thought of, you know what? You're not going to regret that workout. Go knock it out. Just do it. And I did it. And I was so proud of myself and it just feels good. Like, yeah, it just feels good. Good. Fist bump. Fist bump. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. I stumbled upon the funniest thing on Instagram and people started telling me what their parents did that we would never be able to get away with today. Like kids not in car seats. Somebody messaged me and said that they're pretty sure that their parents put them in a bucket to ride home from the hospital when they were born. And like, um, somebody said, like a dad, bucket, like a, like you would use to wash your car, yeah. like a sponge bucket. Uh-huh. Great. Um, somebody said that their dad used to let them ride on the hood of the car around their neighbor. That's awesome. <laughs> like you do that now. And like someone's calling defects anyways. So I thought that was awesome. The messages keep rolling in. So we're, I'm going to collect them and we'll do it tomorrow. So if you want to say something that your parents did that would never fly today, call us 800-434-5454. Callie, girl, I feel you on the no shower. I am so busy all the time. It's just a shower. Just it's too much effort. Sometimes you need flash baths. put it all over you. You will feel new again. I get in bed feeling clean and I am not crazy, I promise. I just have so many other things I'd rather do and I will get to my shower the next day. So totally feel you. That's so normal. You are not crazy. Okay, bye. One of my very favorite things from childhood is all of the cereal I used to eat and I used to get so excited about it. And then when I grew up, I wanted to eat the cereal. Then I looked at the box. Okay, it has so much junk in it. So I stopped eating cereal forever, right? Then I came across Magic Spoon. It has made the flavors of all of our childhood favorite cereals into something that is healthy that we will be excited to eat. Listen to this, right? It has zero sugar, 
13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. There's only 140 calories a serving and it is keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, low carb and GMO free. Now I know what you're thinking. It cannot be good with all of those things missing all the free, you know, grain free, gluten free, soy free. Let me tell you, it is Cali approved. It is so delicious. I was shocked when I tried it. Magic Spoon has released a brand new variety pack now featuring peanut butter. They really peanut butter as a limited edition flavor in 2020. It sold out three times and it got so much love that they've decided to keep it permanent and to add it to the best sellers variety pack, which includes frosted, fruity, and cocoa. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code upside at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product and it's back with a hundred percent happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money no questions asked. Magicspoon.com slash upside and use the code upside to save $5 off. Okay, wait, it's Alexa. I pause the show to talk about your depression versus just not finding time to shower. Your um, mental load when you're a new mom is overwhelming. The amount of stuff you think about all day long is absolutely insane. How many feedings you're going to have? Is your formula ready? Like, do you have enough breast milk? Do you have diapers? What time is nap time? I mean, you have to stick to this routine, and all of a sudden you have this mental load of stuff that's just absolutely insane. And as your kid grows older, you think about more things, packing lunch every day, after-school activities, getting registered for school, all these things that you never probably thought about before. It changes time. It changes time in your day. So... No, not necessarily finding time to shower doesn't really, I think, have anything to do with your mental health. You're just prioritizing things. And um, I think a lot of moms are going to call in and tell you they didn't shower very often as much as they used to in that first year of having a baby. And that's okay. It's a win when you do. Still to this day. Okay? All right. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Jenna. I was listening to your spiel, and I do understand what you're saying about being a business owner, and I'm just wondering if this is another part that you're going to get more practice in, and eventually the ebbs and flows are going to be more adaptable and more, um, I don't know, I think you'll start getting better at dealing with it. It's just new. So if you think back to maybe your radio days, did you ever have a similar thing now that you have the experience? you're a lot less stressed about it. So maybe this is kind of like that where a new business owner, you got to give yourself time to get used to the ebbs and flows and the highs and lows, and then you can adapt each time. So less stress, you'll be good. Thanks. Bye. Okay. So I'm sure I'm not the only one that's going to call as a medical professional and a fitness expert. Yes, you may not have to get in 10,000 steps if you were sedentary and you were not even getting in 5,000 steps, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> yes, I'm voice dictate text talking. Um, but you definitely, if you're already averaging 7,500 steps, for example, to maintain your current health, you do not want to start getting less steps, okay? So please give the caveat of that if folks are already hitting their 10,000 steps, to not start cutting them. But if somebody's getting 2,500 steps, it would be amazing to gradually work their way up to 5,000 steps. Okay. 
Surely I'm not the only one who called to say that. Love y'all. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Um, Callie, I was just listening to the episode today um, about the showering after the baby, and I don't think you're depressed. I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor, but I think your priorities shift a little bit when the baby comes, and your needs start to get pushed down quite a bit. Um, And so I remember a lot of days after both my kids were born where I would go without showering and not necessarily because I wanted to, it's just how it worked out. Um, So I don't think anything is, personally, I don't think anything is really wrong. I think you're just having a little bit of a shift in priorities and you would rather snuggle on the couch with your baby, which is totally understandable and acceptable. So you do what you need to do. especially if you're still feeling really good at like a nine, I think you're, I think you're safe, but I think it's a very common thing. And you'll probably get a lot of calls from moms who don't get to shower every single day, uh, myself included and my kids won. So, um, all right. Best of luck. Thanks for sharing. Love you guys. Bye. Like attracts like. You are a magnet. If you're negative, you're going to draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand.